Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. We are here to talk about Black Mirror Season 4, Episode 2, Archangel. Don't go anywhere, and if you do, we'll know where. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello. Are you familiar with the Drake? I got my eyes <laughs> <Am> I, <laughs> have you heard the good word about I Drake? Was, I thought that, it was, that was clever, you know? I dig it. I Hello, everyone. And welcome for, welcome to AfterBuzz TV's coverage of Season 4, Episode 2 of Black Mirror, Archangel. I'm your host, Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. What's going on, guys? I'm Olivia Gabri, a.k.a. The Real OG. You can find me on all social media at the Real underscore O underscore G. What's up, party people? I'm Erica Edwards. You can find me on everything at Erica D. Edwards. That's E-R-I-K-A-D as in door, Edwards. So, we're here to talk about Archangel, one, the episode that's on the bottom of a lot of people's lists for this season, which has the unfortunate distinction of being the bad episode of six episodes. How do, do you guys agree with that sentiment, or is there more to it? I don't think it was as good as the first episode, but I haven't seen all of them yet. I haven't seen all of them yet. Of the ones I've seen, it is the one I like the least. Mm. Um, but <laughs> I'm sure there could, maybe there's something worse. I don't know. But um, it wasn't, I mean, you know, I, I wasn't really feeling it, but it wasn't horrible. I, I think while we're up top talking about it, I think what the way I can best describe it is there were two distinct themes that should have had their own Black Mirror. One, helicopter parenting. Mm-hmm. And how does a child, how is a child raised if a parent literally knows everything to the like second that that child lives? Mm-hmm. That's one episode. The other episode is what would a child's life and how would that child grow into an adult be if you could censor certain things from their lives? Right. But, and also, um, you could also see it as like this, as a society, we're mm-hmm. putting so much of ourselves out there that like, your parents almost would have the ability to know what you're doing. Mm. Not as extreme as watching it live, but if people are just posting videos of themselves doing stuff, I mean, I know sometimes my parents even hit me up and be like, hey, I saw you did this or went here or did that. And I didn't even tell them. They just know from the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Oh, no, I definitely... But I think censoring what your children see Mm -hmm. and seeing exactly what your children see in real time are two distinctly different themes that I think deserve their own episode. So to mash them together here is part of the problem. Yeah. With this episode. This episode was directed by Jodie Foster. This makes it the first episode, the first Black Mirror episode to be directed by a woman. It was beautifully acted, beautifully directed. I, it was ultimately a great episode. I think it had, I think that's where it suffered. Also, that girl did not look 15. Yeah, While she we're there. She looks way older than 15. Well, I didn't know she was 15 until her mom was like, she is 15. I was like, oh, 
Well, that's I don't know. I mean, 15-year-olds, depending. They look different these days. Yeah, depending. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, no. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I, yeah, I didn't really have a problem with her her looking older. You know what I'm saying? Because I think a lot of people, some girls are fast mm. or whatever. Oh, that, so, you know. That's a cherry on top for me yeah. for the whole episode. But in this episode, we follow Sarah and her mother, Marie. And then Marie's father, Russ, there is not, Sarah's direct father is not in the picture in any way. And so maybe that's why the mom felt such like an atta- attachment to the daughter because they yeah. were the o- they only had each other at that point. Yeah, and not just that. Like, that's how it I, like I have several friends who are single parents, and I have found that single mother specifically, if you don't have someone to bounce off of, like she had her dad in the mm-hmm. beginning, mm-hmm. the Russ, but she didn't really listen to him. So if you don't have someone to, to tell you, like, look, that's crazy, mm-hmm. then you you do everything and you make all those choices. And sometimes you need that other person to be like, okay, now you're too involved. This is too much, you know? Yeah. Like, the baby shouldn't be in the bed with us and she's nine. Like, let her get her own bed. Stuff like that. And sometimes single parents do go overboard because it's just them. That's true. I would also argue there's a certain cycle of helicopter parenting are usually helicopter parenting is usually done by children who were not helicopter parented and then it creates an overcorrection among generations mm. that like statistically i was very my parents were fairly hands off like they'd let me get into my own adventures and then no like have faith that i'd come back after a certain point in time but statistically that means i'm going to grow up being a helicopter parent because I'm going to see a bunch of kids. I'm going to see my kids and go, I know what I did when I was oh, given the freedom. I'm not giving you the freedom. And it's got, what kind of world do you live in where, like, all things are filtered from you? Because you never really get scared. You know, you're just extremely naive. So yeah. it's like, even as simple as walking past a dog who's barking. Like, if you don't even know that that's a thing... And then eventually being reintroduced to something that simple. Like, you really are such a disabled person. Mm -hmm. And I think her, the parental lock was, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, it was, like, a 10. To the point where she couldn't even see blood. Like, that's insane. That's corrupting someone's reality. Right. And also, to your point, as far as your parents letting you do whatever you want and you being now overprotective, I think part of it is how you react to that. Because she clearly, when she talked about how she broke her arm... And um, because her dad didn't want to put up the the, the baby gate mm-hmm. or whatever, she clearly had some sort of kind of like, oh, you just let me run wild. But some people respect that their parents gave them space. So yeah. I think that if it's an ideal that you respect and you don't feel like you were harmed by that extra space, you might not grow up to be a crazy helicopter parent. True. I, 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 I have faith in you. I No, I, I said statistically <laughs> I'm most likely to be. If I had a child tomorrow, I would raise the child I would raise the child as close to I ha- as close to how I had been raised as possible because I feel like I was raised correctly exactly yeah. that's what I'm saying like, if you and respect it's a matter- it and you don't and you, I think if you respect it then you won't over it's a matter of if you felt you were raised right or not exactly. if you felt you weren't exactly. raised right you're going to do the exact opposite exactly. if you felt you were raised right you're going to do you're going to do exactly what it is the, the I guess the expert level parenting would be to 
find places you think your parents did it wrong, but ultimately did it right, and then just, like, make those tweaks. Yeah, I think you're correct in that overcorrecting is what makes you now go into the crazy on the other side mm-hmm. of whatever I think it's like are. a 50-50 thing, because there is also the statistic that, like, if you're in an abusive household as a child, that mm. there's a 50% chance you're going to grow up to be abusive and a 50% chance you're going to grow up to not be. Like, right. it's kind of... And I kind of, I sort of see this as kind of abuse. Yeah. Unintentional, but it is kind of abuse where you're, I mean, your your kid's not going to grow up to be normal if you're not allowing them to see what the world is really like. Mm-hmm. Like, you're putting a filter over the world to make it seem like it's a better place than it is. But I would say that some people with enough wealth actually shelter their children in a very similar way. I actually agree. Yeah. Very and that's why so. it's kind of ironic and that's Because that's those why... are usually the people that are like leading our world and our countries. And right. But, and but... they're unaware of certain things because that just wasn't their reality. You exactly. know? And But that's a, a common theme in Black Mirror where it's so far-fetched but it's almost not really. It's just like a twist on reality a mm-hmm. little bit. It, an extreme twist. But... And what was interesting about it was when they first you know... Um, she was she was sheltered, but she she kind of was crazy. So, <laughs> but you know, she, she was, was rebelling against the shelter. Yeah. Some would argue she was rebelling against the shelter. But I felt that there was something to say that because she hadn't been exposed to some of these things, she was also somewhat immune to what they were. Mm-hmm. So you know, like when she sees people when they show her in the pictures, and she's she's like, oh, they're talking. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't clear. Well, now, ep- you know what I'm saying? This episode does a good job. Obviously, she gets lost in a park briefly, and that's enough to make the mother, I gotta put a chip in my kid's head that I can see them on an iPad at all times. I have a question about Please. the... Can she feel pain? Did they ever state that? Because I missed it if they did. Because when she was kind of stabbing herself with the pencil, it seemed yeah. like she couldn't feel that. Like, can they sense no, she can the abs- pain as well? Yeah, they can sense any elevated... It was heart rate. They could sense any elevated heart rate. I Brianna, Brianna like- is our engineer, by the way. That's that's the voice you're hearing. Hey, yes. Yes. <laughs> that's the spirit of Black Mirror. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got the impression that she could feel pain, but that actually, like, people who cut themselves and stuff, that's what she- why she was doing it, because she couldn't see her own blood. Yeah. I, um, I definitely felt like she could feel it. Well, no, and I also think she wanted to mess with her mom and also prove the point that, like, I couldn't see. It, it, it was a good visual, too. Yeah. To just kind of get into... I. So, what this episode... I feel what this episode did masterfully in the sense that they have to deal with both themes. They're not dealing with just a censorship theme and a helicopter parenting theme. They're using them both in tandem. And they did a good job with that where they have her get the, they have her get the Archangel. They have... Russ, the grandpa, have a heart attack and not die then, but eventually die. Right. And And not be saved because... We have to also put in there that um, it was a free trial. This is what happened when you don't pay for stuff. Well... (laughs) You get stuff that can longer never be removed. Um, Like, yeah, it was like, oh, yeah. She's not a guinea pig. Wink, wink. Like, yes, she is. No, she's absolutely a guinea pig. She's absolutely a guinea pig. And don't do this to your children. But you can can put chips in your kids now. Yeah. Like, know where they're located. But it's not as extreme as... Um, knowing their illnesses and their well, blood those sugar are the ones that are FDA and... approved. We don't know about the free trials, do we? I mean, <laughs> well, how do you? How does the FDA approve stuff? Someone's got to try. Someone's it. Someone's got to try it, and and Sarah was that someone? I think eventually it could even become to this level because all you really need is like a personal camera, and that's totally that's totally doable because mm-hmm. live streaming is such a you know it's right. a thing now. It would, well, it's the tech of this is—we're not far off on the tech here. 
So I'm not. Oh, it's so attainable. It's so attainable. It could it, it something similar. I bet it probably exists already, and they're just like working out the case. I'm sure there's a lot of baby tech somewhere in the in the area of like because I know you can put an RFID chip in a dog, so I'm mm-hmm. sure they've made a safe enough RFID chip that's probably FDA approved for humans. I'm pretty sure there is. And like, because I know like. Impl- like there are companies that there are work sites that are just so massive that they do some type of similar thing where you clock in and out where they install an RFID chip in oh my God. in you and that's just creepy. Like that, I, I'm happy to live in a world where we still find that creepy and invasive because yeah. I know we may not eventually. Because yeah, I want to be Soon at enough. peace when I take my bathroom break and I don't not want you clocking me. That's just rude. That's that's <laughs> horrible and I'm not going to stand for it. Okay, so um, the granddad. What were your feelings about him? Because I kind of felt like, I don't know, he um, he I, was there for her to kind of bounce stuff off of, but... He felt like the voice of reason to me. That like that no one listened to. Yeah, but he was ultimately <laughs> the voice of reason that it's like, do you want to know what happened? But I think it, when she, that was, um, she did like confide in him and see her as see him as like a balance to her because when he died it's almost like she kind of felt out of control that to the point where she needed full control all the time mm-hmm. i think losing him made her more even more obsessive well yeah and because yeah. She, the theme the theme was very clear that marie wanted control mm-hmm. marie wanted control over the situation and in doing so she always wanted to know where sarah was she got away with doing it lo-fi by turning off the grain, by turning off, we're going to call it the grain because this is the same technology from entire history of you. Yeah. Just a much earlier version of it that did not succeed. But like ultimately what she did was she turned off the grain so that A, the kids thought she was a snitch, which made her ostracized in her own community, which like, yeah. Like I technically, I, yeah. I know growing up, I know growing up that if I hung, if there was a kid in the schoolyard, that the second we did something bad, we all found out because that kid would immediately tell their parents. Yeah, you wouldn't hang out with that kid. No, because you don't want to be exposed. So but if it I was implicit. Why didn't they turn it off when she, like, sat there watching her grandfather have a heart attack? Like I was like, that's when you turn it off. You don't be like, oh, okay, yeah. I don't want. I still don't want her to see bad stuff, even if people die around her. Like, wait, what do you mean? Turn it off? When she first, when um, when the grandfather had his heart attack and Mm -hmm. the little girl couldn't see it, she couldn't call for help, and it was kind of like, what is wrong with her? And it was like, oh, that's too bad, but. She, she didn't get rid of the tablet I mean, at, that at that point, point. She didn't even understand what death really was. Mm-hmm. And so that I see that point, but also from the mother's perspective, she was probably like, "I would have never known that he is, you know, hurt, and I have to go there." She would have never <laughs> known that something was wrong if she wasn't tapping into her daughter's head. So she was probably like, "Oh, this is beneficial because yeah, that's, I can save." The I day. ultimately. Yeah. I ultimately found out about Russ's heart attack faster because of this technology. This technology is saving lives. Yeah. And it wasn't until she's seven years old and being ostracized socially because anytime a kid did wrong in front of Sarah, that kid gets in trouble almost Mm -hmm. immediately. Probably gets DM'd a video of exactly how their kid did wrong. Yeah, like a screenshot. That it's... (laughs) That there's definitely something there that she eventually convinces the mother to turn turn this off. I do like the joke that the second they turned it off, Trick shows are a bunch of porn. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> and he was like, you do this to make babies, but not like this. Like, it's a different kind. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was there, there's talk about that line in the forum in the forums that in that we're there's some weird universe that there's a different kind of sex. I took that how I took that how it was written. Yeah, I think that, that was it, too far. I think he was just a naive kid that didn't that, uh, really. I guess he'd be ten if she were seven. A ten yeah. year old would just think, "Well, in order to make babies, you got to do yeah, not that. Just this a different is a special kinds. This is the porn it's kind. Just, yeah, you're just like a naive. You're a naive kid. But it's funny. He's like trying to introduce her to like everything in the world, which. It's probably worse if you had your if well, you kind of, of had terrible things censored from you to, from from I think they said four to seven and then at seven they just kind of flip the switch and you get it all at once like and that's you're worse. So naive and you're you're they're over saturating <laughs> it. You know everything just hits you. You're like whoa. And this, this world sucks. <laughs> and here's here's where I here's the point where I think had they done an episode where it was just about what would Sarah's life be like if her mom censored terrible like if her mom just censored things Mm -hmm. this is the moment where she doesn't turn it off and we still jump to her being 15 years old and then having lived a sheltered unseen life like think of bad things that a seven-year-old up to a 15-year-old would see and then imagine a child not seeing those things no i know they'd be a weirdo you, they'd they be unprepared be so, for everything. They'd this, be skittish. This is not. The or same. they would also be like Sarah, like borderline serial killer. Like she's drawing these crazy um, pictures. She's stabbing herself. I mean, I think she at some point she's starting to become immune to these things that she hasn't seen. Like she doesn't really think. Uh, because she know, doesn't have a frame of reference that they're bad because right, she's never right, seen that them. whole thing about when she was looking at the pictures. I felt like. I don't know, it kind of creeped me with her. I was well, like, yeah. oh, she's, but, she's but not she like... know any better. Honestly, yeah. to, were you, when I was little, there were kids that could watch Nickelodeon and kids that couldn't. And when I would go over to my friend's house and they're like, oh, we're not allowed to watch TV or we can't watch the Rugrats, I would be like, you're, you're weird. Like, why is that? Yeah. And this is like a more extreme example The super of extreme of like, well, I don't even... I literally don't even see what you're talking about. Yeah, like I don't, I don't understand a concept of f- fighting. I don't know what blood is. I don't know like this animal is barking at me, and I don't even know that I that's something yeah. I should be scared of. Because anything that raises my heart rate, a computer automated automatically assumes I don't want to see it. Yeah. Think of think of things in even pleasurable things. Yeah, would like, be filtered out. Like think of things that we do in our daily lives as adults that would raise our heart rate enough. That would otherwise turn on a parental filter. And then imagine you never saw those things. Mm-hmm. Like, that kid would be a mess. Right. Like, an absolute mess. And I think that's one episode they could have done. The other right. episode I is agree. minus the parental filter, but she gets to see the grain. I think this was one element too many. Is, is where we are with this episode. By the way, this episode was still great. It's still Black Mirror. I think Black Mirror is like pizza. In the sense that there's it, too many toppings. If it's great, it's if it's great, it's great. If it's not great, it's still pizza. Yeah. And you eat a whole pie and you feel sad. That's <laughs> I think that's the perfect comparison for Black Mirror. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But Sarah's 15 years old. She runs into Trick, who she, she apparently hadn't seen. Who is we've established he's 18 or 19, and she's 15. Mm-hmm. Although the actress, yeah, whatever. <laughs> The, the, we'll the, play along. It's a common thing in the blogosphere that they're like, that girl don't look 15. Yeah. But um, she runs in the trick. Trick is in a creepy van. Can we point this out? Yeah. Trick is driving a real creepy van. Like, if 
just as an objective bystander. Well, because he's the bad boy. He's they're, a drug dealer. Painting us what the kind of we later drug dealers drive? drive? That's, I guess, creepy well, Something less conspicuous than a van? It's a black it's van. It's a little too loud. It's, it's too loud, But you know? it was like black or gray. It was a van. Couldn't yeah. he just have like a mid-90s Toyota like, <laughs> like most 19-year-olds? Yeah, right? <laughs> well, they had to make deliveries. True. But like... Does he deliver in pounds? Like it was, it was a big creepy van. Like I was a little concerned for Sarah, rightfully, but Sarah goes and lies to her mother and says I'm going elsewhere. I, did you, I really wasn't worried about him though. Like I almost, I was liked worried about him. him. I wasn't worried about Sarah. I feel like Sarah's borderline so, sociopath. I feel so like it was Sarah that fine. was like so pushy, and he kind of wanted her Sarah to be was, like a nice. Yeah, like I think that he really liked her. He didn't want her to like take any drugs. He did. He when they were having sex, he was like, "You don't need to act like that. You could just be normal." Mm-hmm. Whereas you would think it would be the opposite that she would be like such a timid, damaged person. And he was like this drug dealer, bad boy, eighteen. I do like that they actually flipped the switch. That trick was. It was regular teenage love. He was a nice dude, yeah. in spite of yeah. ultimately what it looked like, which was that he's. An older boy in a van who deals drugs. Yeah. Right. You see? That's all the mom saw. She didn't see that it was her daughter that was the problem she because didn't of see her. that her daughter was or that growing there up wasn't, to be a serial killer. Or that there was wasn't actually, a problem. Yeah. Or that Sarah dating Trick implicitly imposed no problem. What the problem was... That she was aware. Was that the mom <laughs> found out. The mom went on a date and it seemed... From Sarah's reaction, the mom had never been on a date before. Mm-hmm. In Sarah, or not for a while. Not for a while. I think they kind of implied with a married man, though. Well, we're not all perfect, and Just he saying. may have he may be going through a divorce. We're not going to get into it. Just <laughs> um, she can't find her because she lied. Right. But think of all teenage. When I Moms was fifteen, I lied about where I was all the time. And like, if my mom knew what I was doing when I was like, we've all done stuff behind our parents' back because you just—that's a part of growing up. You don't tell them everything, and then your character develops based on the experiences you've been through. But it's also here's, but the relationship and the honesty within the relationship with your parental unit is what was actually <laughs> broken here. And I understand there's two sides of the coin because a mother feeling betrayed by their daughter is a very specific type of feeling. And I understand that that's how Marie felt. And this was seemingly the first time Sarah had lied to her. That however, she knew of. However, Marie's job is to be the parent, mm-hmm. not to control the situation. Marie tried to control the situation, not be the parent. If she were trying to be the parent, she would have confronted her with this information immediately, good or bad. That's why I thought, I was actually thinking the same thing, because I thought it was so strange. Even just how her, she was coming in, she was blatantly lying to her. Of course you can't, she couldn't reveal the fact that she turned it on and was looking again. But then you press harder or say, I don't believe you. Or like, I called everyone's parents and you weren't there, so where were you? Like low tech, yeah. You know, Lo-fi, that's the way to go, where it's just, well, I called everyone's parents you weren't there. Where were you? Mm-hmm. And right. see if pressed, how if pressed, will Sarah actually fess up, or right. will she dig deeper? And if she digs deeper, then that's a teachable moment to just like, can you just lie to me once, or better yet, not do stuff you feel like you need to lie to me about? And then it was kind of a domino effect because like having control over one thing led to wanting to have control over another thing, and you know, eventually she's she's. 
she is affecting her daughter's life, like, on the low without her kid even knowing. Mm -hmm. To the point where she's like, okay, I know you're pregnant. This ain't your choice. Like, let me take care of this for you without you even knowing. That's that's insane. Well, But also, it's like being a parent. Like, you know, oh, I know this is in your best interest, so let me just control it. This isn't something you're going to understand, but... It's wrong because your your kid has to experience things to learn lessons. You can't just control everything they yeah. do. And it's it's right, ultimately... to some extent. But whether she had the filter or not, if she knew that this kid was giving her her daughter drugs, she would do the same. She would still go to his work and be like, "Look, leave my daughter alone." You know what I'm saying? She just wouldn't have video. Why wouldn't she confront her daughter first? Maybe she should have uh, rewound the video and saw it was her daughter that was asking for <laughs> it, and not the kid forcing it on her. Right, but I think she was blinded to kind of well, everyone some of Sarah's flaws, clearly. Because, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, I think she didn't truly see Sarah as she was. Yeah. You and know what I'm saying? Which so. is, I think that's part of the problem, too. That If anything, the Archangel, as tech, should allow you to see your child as they are and what they're doing. And it didn't. Right. Because she ultimately, she ultimately saw the outside world affecting her child. Exactly. And Instead that was part of, of the issue because I was like, Sarah is borderline, you know, she's controlling. She wanted to do drugs. She, he wasn't like, ooh, try my cocaine. She was the one aggressively um, getting the drugs and her mother never saw that or didn't grasp that or, or didn't, didn't care. understand she, that. She assumed everyone's messing with her baby instead exactly. of, instead of, and like a person, and it's unfortunate, the kind of person who would get an, an, arca- an archangel mm-hmm. would be the same kind of person who would think the entire world is out to destroy their child where like neither is true. Like kind of the the truth is somewhere in the middle that the earth is an awful place, but it's not this mean and terrible place where everyone's out to destroy your child and give them drugs. Mm -hmm. True. So, but, but she can't look and see that the problem, a lot of the problem is just Sarah. Exactly. And you need to confront your child about wanting to have sex and do drugs. But, and it's. I almost feel like it's a little bit the mom's fault anyway that Sarah's so rebellious and so curious and whatever you know because maybe I, had I felt she like grown part up of it was the kind of what you were saying the intersection of the two storylines because mm. to me I honestly felt like. Sarah was three steps away from killing cats in the backyard. It was something creeping me out about Sarah as she grew older. Like, she was cute up until about four or five, and after that, I was like, yeah, I don't know. And I think part of it was that being screened from everything bad, everything painful, she somehow was immune to some of these things, and also found excitement and this danger in being in these crazy situations and was pushing for that. And I think it was because of the whole screening thing, not well, so much because her mother knew everything, but because she was, you know, she wasn't exposed to any of these things. Well, because she doesn't understand danger. Right. How do you understand danger if you never saw it? If you, if you always saw a, just a friendly blur that used to be a dog, there's a reason your heart rate rises when you see a dog. It's because you initially think it's a danger to mm-hmm. you. So if you never learn that fight or that fight or flight, exactly, it's basic psycho like, like sociology. Because somebody, because I mean? if somebody tried to mug her, they'd come up filtered. They'd come up filtered, and she just to lower her heart rate, and then she'd get mugged. Yeah, like that. That's inefficient. Maybe that's why that the archangel too. went bankrupt. But and it's like <laughs> bad if, code. If you're still, <laughs> of course, if, if you're filtering out danger, 
danger still exists. But it's you're not just, just filtering out danger. You're filtering out anger. You're filtering out sadness. You're filtering out empathy, which I think Sarah lacked yeah. a lot mm. of. So it's like, yeah, so if you see something like your grandfather having a heart attack, or if you see someone being injured, you're sort of like, oh, okay, because you yeah. didn't see a busted lip until you were 12. So mm-hmm. you don't really, you know, have any sort of feelings of what um, causes people pain as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, think it's that, like far fetched that she couldn't have learned any of that within the twelve to fifteen time period, like with a, when it was. I mean, off. yes, but you. It's. I think by that point she's already a sociopath. Because well, I think we. I think it was established <laughs> that from four to seven. It's basically child development is like a thing. You know, you have to learn all these things and witness all these things in order to understand it as you're old, as you're older. Because at a certain point, it's like you can still you still learn things, of course, your entire life. But your foundation is definitely the most important as to it shapes you mm-hmm. to become because who you she because I that's think why you de- she's not because I think you develop these concepts pretty early on, like between exactly. four and seven. So the fact you're watching everything when you're a kid, think about it. Like you're a sponge absorbing everything, and if you have nothing to absorb, like who are you? Yeah, and I think she definitely, by the time she was a teenager, she definitely lacked empathy for what other people were going through, I think. And I think it was because she wasn't exposed to it when she was younger. I think because- her mom would have been smart, too, when she took her off of it, not just to take her off of it, but then kind of start teaching her some of the things that yeah. she knows that she hadn't learned. Like, you went to that whole therapist meeting. You saw some of the things she didn't learn, but you're not mm-hmm. going to kind of envelop that into her. Exactly. I was like, um, she's going to start killing cats. You need to talk did, to her. Did the people <laughs> at Archangel, before they went bankrupt, not develop a pamphlet to yeah. give to to give to the test subjects of, like, here's so here's the stuff that your kids didn't learn because of our product. We're sorry. Yeah, he, here's here's all the people that randomly got murdered through here's, the filter. Here's at the um, very least a pamphlet yeah. to explain that your your child will lack empathy because they didn't learn the concept of fear or pain or sorrow or a lot of or like anxiety from four to seven when you would really, really, really need I'm not saying she's completely nose deaf to those things. That would be if they never turned it off until she was fifteen, and I've mentioned that's a completely different episode. Right. But I am saying from four to seven, she's incredibly stunted to a point that by the time she's 15, she's not ready. Yeah. Which it becomes self-fulfilling. And that is what I did like about this episode is that Marie ultimately self-fulfilled the prophecy. She got the, she got the archangel installed in Sarah so that bad things wouldn't happen. And then the archangel by installing the archangel, she essentially created a virtue by which she bad things would happen. Mm-hmm. Cause like, this is kind of the worst right. thing that could happen to a 15-year-old. Sex, drugs, leaves. <laughs> yeah. True. Well, no, no, more importantly, leaves your mother for dead. That's, well, yeah. that's also important. Sex, drugs, <laughs> violence, and then hitchhikes with a trucker. But, yeah. And it was even just, it was so ironic that when she was beating her mom with the thing, you know, it was glitching, so she couldn't see what was happening to her mom. And it's like... Well, it's filtered out, so she doesn't know how bad she's hurting me because she can't see it. But like, it's and my I fault think the even if she there. saw it, she wouldn't care. I honestly, I'm not gonna say she wouldn't care, but I think Sarah would have been alright. Yeah, but when Sarah, the, I mean, but yeah. when the filter finally came off, that's when she was like, "Whoa!" and she dipped. Yeah, she was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, she's dead. I'm gone. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't so, care. we didn't talk a lot about the abortion. So. We have to assume that whatever's whatever chip is in there does more than just like do, more, do, does more than just basic to the minute diagnostics mm-hmm. that it can somehow find out the archangel can somehow know that 
there's that it's pregnant, mm-hmm. that its subject is pregnant. I mean, in the in the beginning, remember how the doctor was like, "You sh- this should be included in her diet." Like, yeah, yeah, right. That it, it's right. it's create it's created to do pretty much. It sounds like it's a full diagnostic that you would get at like, a, like, regular, a, like a regular like a regular checkup, a regular checkup right. at a doctor, but twenty four seven. Which but is interesting. I'm actually on itself. I'm okay with that. That would be kind of cool to have something to be able to tell you like what's wrong with you or if you're sick or but even if something more should be in your diet just in real time. It's kind mm. of cool, but it could also be abused to oh. the max. Also, I want to point out that Marie is probably a tech genius. Because imagine, imagine a tablet 15 years ago. Because. Let's assume there were iPads 15 years ago, which there weren't. That would have been t- 2001, yeah. 2003. So, so imagine a Motorola Razor. Now imagine a video shot on a Motorola Razor. Mm-hmm. Now imagine finding a Motorola Razor and then somehow exactly putting that video onto your computer and being able to get it in a sendable format. That's incredible. Yeah, but that's what I was thinking. I was like, well, she's whipping this tablet out that's years and years old, and it's just working like, you know, don't you need a software update or something? <laughs> well, I, like, I felt, I, well, yeah, that's true. That's true. And then I was like, um, did she charge it? I don't recall. They, it was I plugged think, into the wall. Okay. Yeah, they made her plug, okay. her, plug oh, it into right. the wall. She was like, I thought she was like that come was on, good. come on, come on, come on. Yeah, that's true. She did do that. Um, yeah, I mean, I like the fact that she was able to cut his head out and do the little search and everything. Um, yeah, it was sort of interesting, the advanced technology, but then the post-dated outfits or whatever. Like, <laughs> I kind of like that mix of technology and what year is it? I, I did like that. Actually. I also like the idea that you could have, if you actually wanted, if Sarah wanted to stop her mother from doing this, she would need only hide the charger. True. Because yeah. think of a charger from 15 years ago versus now. And yeah. if you if you were working solely on a device from 15 years ago, and then somebody took the charger away... You're screwed. You literally... And this company doesn't exist anymore, so you'd have to get one on eBay or something if someone by chance has one. It'd be kind of ridiculous. Yeah. The whole thing would be ridiculous. I, um... And then there was a question of the actual abortion... Pill, because I don't think Plan B quite works the way they yeah, indicate it. Like it's not just gonna like flush the baby out of you, like it seemed to do. Maybe in the future, in the series, know. yeah. Like it's not quite like that. Like because Plan B is like a contraceptive, so it's mm. not like an abortion pill. It's just sort of like when you you know there is an abortion pill though. There is yeah. an abortion, but pill, you yeah. you a doctor has to administer. Yeah, it, yeah but that's right? not yeah, it's not over the counter. You're not just gonna get an abortion pill from Walgreens like for fifty dollars. Not that I know this. Although I'm just saying. <laughs> Hypothetically, 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 it's a around mother, forty-two bucks. Yeah, hypothetically, a mother, <laughs> <laughs> hypothetically, a mother with her daughter's vitals could have a doctor write the script without the daughter's consent. Hypothetically, that's not seemingly that isn't what happened. Yeah, because they because that's extra steps and scenes, and you got to hire somebody to play a doctor for yeah. no reason. Like, I understand yeah. why that's not there. Yeah, that you could just yeah. be like it's, it's a distant necessary. it's a distant future. They give the yeah they give the abortion pill away now. Yeah, which, which, which although, tastes great in a smoothie. I guess I don't know. That was no, that was a. But I thought it was a little crazy how she was just like making decisions. It was it was crazy because at that point she she's not supposed to know that her daughter's pregnant. She's not even supposed to know that her daughter was with a dude. And yeah. now she's like, plot twist. Like I have, you're my puppet. Like I'm mm-hmm. controlling what you're doing. You don't even know. Which, once again... I mean, I think the fact that she didn't know is 
you know, I guess what's so far over the line. But I definitely know parents who were like that. Like if their child got pregnant in high school, they were like, you're going to have an abortion. And they made oh, their no. kids do it. Yeah, so. of course. But not even did she even did the daughter even know that she was pregnant? No, no the daughter didn't, didn't find out. Yeah. So the nurse told her after she was sick. You see, that's because, wild. And that's what led me to believe that it was an abortion pill, not a plan B pill, because she was like violently ill after taking it in her yeah. smoothie. Right. Because. I've been told that pill makes someone violently ill for like a long time, for like half a day. Yeah, it's but cra- like that's crazy. Which that's a that's a terrible thing to do your due to your due to your child without letting them know that it's happening. I think the the theme of wanting to control versus wanting to parent is very clear. That Marie doesn't actually want to parent; she wants to control. I mean, she probably just thinks that parenting is controlling. Yeah, parenting. Yeah, I, mean, is, I think she at that point she was so obsessed obsessed with protecting her from Trick and what she thought Trick was doing to her daughter that I think she just lost all sight of what um, was really ethical and moral and real. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? At that point, so I don't think necessarily that it was all about control. I think it was also. At that point, she was full on like protection mode. Like he got my daughter pregnant, he got her on drugs, mm-hmm. he's ruining her life, and I'm going to do whatever I can to stop it, even if that's hurting my daughter. That she raised to be susceptible to bad influences. That basically she <laughs> raised to be a psycho, a uh, serial killer that started with her beating her up. Well, whatever. like because she uh, did that rightfully. Like I also feel like Sarah reacted rationally. To finding all of that out at once. Yeah, I would have flipped out. I probably wouldn't have beat my mom's ass, but I would have, like, I would have, the thing is, is I don't know why she just left the tablet there for her mom to, like, come back and discover. I would have just went home, took the tablet, destroyed it, and then been like, are you serious? What is your problem? Yeah, I mean, I think the fact that Sarah beats her mom is just evidence of her lack of, at all empathy. Like, she can't, you know, she's not used to these emotions, and so, so she, she can't control understand. them. Yeah. You know, and she yeah. just goes crazy. And then she's like, oh, and then and then I love the fact that they flash, flash back to, like, the 80s. Like, who is hitchhiking anymore? I'm like, really? The thumbs up? Are we doing this? That happens. You gotta get somewhere, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, she's I off. don't know. That's, that's like, whew. I'm like, yeah, now she is gonna get raped and murdered. That's a great ending. No. Thanks, Black Mirror. Well... <laughs> She's, she's gonna, cute. She's a 15-year-old, according to you all, that looks 20. Now uh, she's getting into a truck. <laughs> this is not going to end well. I'm just going to say She's going to live her life in the, in the world, and the world might not be the best place, and she'll have to learn to navigate that place. Yeah, and now that her mom's injured, well, she's she, also she could have just gone for, back to trick. She's That's also wanted for done. assault. Exactly. Well, no, but she doesn't... Attempted murder, I would say. Correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> But Sarah doesn't know that Marie told Trick to run away. I think she probably assumes that. I don't think she does. I think she assumes Trick was one and done her. Yeah, but then completely what made, separate. Well, what it, what made her curious about the chip? Because she was sick because the the pregnancy. Yeah, she was sick right. because but her mom like, found out she was pregnant. But how would her mom? Her, then she probably assumed that her. Wait, no, she I don't did. think she would have put that together. She rewatched it. I think she stuff, would. Though. I thought she went back and looked at it. She the... rewatched it. Fair enough. But to be yeah. like, oh, my mom knew I was pregnant, that means she knows I had sex. That means she's probably going to want, like, knows who I did it with. True. She's, you know, I, I don't she, think I thought, she knows. I thought there was a scene where she went through and saw some of the stuff that her mom it was had been right looking when she at. Got yeah, the but, she didn't, back. but she didn't see her mom go and tell Trick. Oh. And it, 
and it but would she be. She had to assume. She no, had to it assume. could be just as reasonable that Trick was an eighteen-year-old boy who wanted to bang a fifteen-year-old and then not see her ever again. I guess that that's a coin flip's chance that she'll never really know either which way. Both would make sense. Okay. Okay. But because I felt like she knew, and then she still kind of got on the truck, which I was kind of like, "Girl, go talk to Trick again." You know what I mean? I I, I kind like of but assumed, Trick yeah. doesn't. But okay. she feels alone. That's why she, if she felt if she felt she could talk to Trick, she wouldn't have hitchhiked. She would have went to him. Mm-hmm. She felt hurt by him. Separate to, separate from all of this, I think she felt. I think she believed what Trick said that it's just like I listen. This isn't this is not a big deal. Like, I don't know. I. I could believe it. I could believe an eighteen-year-old boy would do that. I mean, I could believe that too until I saw that my mom knows that I've been sleeping and doing coke. <laughs> then I'd be like, oh, "Okay, I know my mom crazy. She probably went and said something to him." I do feel like there's, yeah, I think it can go either way because I wasn't clear on that. I was like, I feel like she should know her mom. You know, Googled him and did all this other stuff. Like I don't know, not everything because she that obviously wasn't on the video. Mm-hmm. But I feel like sh- she knows her mom's crazy. Like I don't know. I I was kind of the whole her getting on the truck thing. I that was um, I guess that didn't sit right with me because I was like, okay, I mean, I know you think she's dead, but um, and you could be <laughs> trying to get away from the police. I'll give you that because you're a psychopath. But. Um, but I don't know. I I, um, I kind of felt like she should have gone back and tried to talk to Trick again, to be honest. So. I don't, but she didn't. Also, our chat is actually fine. I think our chat may have found a little something extra from this episode. There was a line where she said I had to run some tests in case we have a neuro outbreak. Neuro would mean like any URO. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe she got into a chemical truck. That that's who she hitchhiked with. And also in the scene where Sarah was at the park, people are claiming they saw the same or similar type of chemical trucks. Okay. So there might be an extra level of that the world Sarah lives in is actually really terrible, and we, the audience, were kind of shielded from it. Let me know in the comments if I'm tinfoil hatting right now. Wait, I do ex- that from time explain to time. it to me more. So... I'm not really understanding. Wait, go back, go back to the part about the neuro. I think I think gonna... there's I think there was a line of dialogue that leads us to believe that there have been crazy outbreaks of like disease, like widespread diseases in this world. Okay. Okay. Wh- whose line was that? At what point? What do you mean? I believe that was Marie's line because wasn't Marie a nurse? Yes, she was. A so nurse. Marie was a nurse, so maybe she like I believe that was a oh, line. She, she was like when she was testing people. Is that? What yeah, I think okay, that's. Okay, okay, I okay. think there's something there that that. That was some. That was some stakes that we're not really catching on to. That might have a little more to do with maybe Sarah lived in a world where she shouldn't have run away. Okay. Okay, I got you. Okay. That's at least where it is. I. That's our our chat's on point today. Okay. Finding some, finding some little the things gems. that I don't know. I wish that could be more pronounced then, because I think that would help the case. Because I guess we're supposed to choose between Team Marie or Team Sarah. Like who. Mm-hmm. Who's really at fault? But like at the same time, I don't know. At the at the same time, just like just like um, the first episode, I thought there was a pretty clear cut villain here, and it was Marie because she didn't want a parent; she wanted to control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, I feel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why am I always so obstinate? I I do agree that Marie was overprotective and everything. But yeah, I, I still don't feel like your kid should bash you in the head well, and leave you for not. dead, but, bloody on the floor. Um, which I was amazed she got back up and was able to stagger around. So it's glad that she's okay, Marie. But um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think Sarah. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I don't, think she was a she was a little bit of a sociopath there in the end to me. I don't know. It's a nature nurture thing. I think mm-hmm. a kid can be a mother can be held accountable for her kid's thoughts. At a certain point, a mother can't be held accountable for the kid's actions. Right. Then I think that's where we are with Sarah. It's like Sarah did wrong, and you could argue that she's a victim, and that's why she did wrong, but she still did wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like if the police ever find her, that's how they're going to have to handle it. Exactly. I think up until the point where she totally um, flips. I mean, she's right to be angry, and I would even say to leave, but yeah, like beating her mom senseless was just Actually, I love how I'm coming down the other way from episode one, because it's kind of the same argument, which is in episode one, the captain or um, Daly created a bunch of people. And then those people ultimately killed him. Yeah. And I said he was a straightforward villain. And now here I'm softening up a little bit, maybe because Sarah's an actual person. Yeah, perhaps. And that Marie is an actual person. I don't know. I don't know. Let us know. I think that is a kind of a recurring theme. We just caught here that it's the idea of strings Strings and puppetry, and if you can control things and then the things mutiny against you, is it ultimately your fault? And it all boils down to technology as well, because technology is like the enabler in both situations. And I'm sure that's going to be an extremely uh, like consistent theme throughout this season. Mm-hmm. Because technology has so much to do with our worlds now, that's what makes Black Mirror so like ironic and kind of scary, because <laughs> it's like okay, we're kind of on the borderline of, is this a real thing, or is this Yeah, like, it's whatever issue that you have with, I mean, every season is always like that. Whatever technology that you're like, okay, this is cool. You know, kind of like call waiting. It was okay at first. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I'm not clicking over. I don't want to hear, I'll talk to you later. Now it's mm-hmm. just a pain. And, like, when you first got it, it was like, oh my gosh, caller ID, so exciting. Now, yeah, now you know that person saw you calling and just isn't taking your calls. Yeah. So I think Black Mirror always has this way of flipping technology that you think is amazing on its head. Like, it is kind of great that you can find out, like, where your dog is or where your cat is or where your car is when it gets stolen. But now you've created a sociopath who is, you know, can't empathize with sorrow because she's never seen anything sad in her life. So. That's that bad code, though. Yes, you're right. Bad <laughs> coding can do it to everything. I think, the, I think the world of Black Mirror just needs Better more. coders. <laughs> They they need more uh, socially aware, woke, self actualized Steve Wozniak's, or mm-hmm. in Very last true. week's in last in last episode's case, dailies. Exactly. I think th- exactly. I think that's a good place to leave us. Um, I I believe we're going to be here this time next week. We're still figuring. A it voice out. will correct is that, is me that if our I'm black, our black mirror voice. A voice will correct uh, me if we know. We may or may not. We'll figure it out. All after right. the show, but we'll definitely update every viewer uh, via Twitter. Uh, so keep uh, check out there. Great. So all right, cool. You guys can follow at After Buzz TV. You can also follow my hosts. Uh, you can hit me up at the real OG, the real underscore O underscore G. You can find me at Erica D. Edwards. That's E-R-I-K-A-D as in door, Edwards. And you guys can find me on Twitter almost exclusively. That's at Steve Kaufman. It is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-M. We will be back to cover the remaining four episodes of Black Mirror, hopefully with Adrian Snow, or I'll just get her DNA and make a simulation. <laughs> but it'll be amazing. <laughs> but thank you all so much, and good night. Good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. They do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.